All right, guys, I have talked about resolutions before and my reason why I don't like them. I have talked a lot about goals and why I love them. But today we're going to focus on something different. Today, we're going to dive into why I do not want any of you wasting unnecessary time for the rest of this year thinking about resolutions or overanalyzing goals. And instead, I want you to shift all your energy into the thing that is actually going to help you get where you want to go. So if you're ready to learn what that is, let's go ahead and dive in. Welcome to the Work Life Harmony Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Semrel. I'm a former techie turned entrepreneur. I'm also a mom and a wife. And just like you, I'm juggling hashtag all the things while running multiple businesses and a family. Being a successful female entrepreneur doesn't mean you have to feel overwhelmed, exhausted, and stressed out. Gaining control of your time and calendar is all about learning a few key techniques and systems to better organize and structure your time. This is your show to learn from me and other amazing women how to master your time and organization to skyrocket your productivity so you can have work-life harmony. Hello, welcome back to Work-Life Harmony. This is actually the very last podcast of 2021. So if you are listening to this right when it comes out, I figured it was a perfect time to address the elephant in the room, which many of you may start, you know, be starting to think about, which is this whole idea of New Year's resolutions. And I'll cut to the chase. I am not setting them. And I want to tell you why and maybe encourage you to think about resolutions differently and shift your thinking into something that would be far more beneficial for you to spend your time on than New Year's resolutions. So we all know, you know, end of the new year or end of the year, starting of a new year, people usually will sit down. And I used to do this as well and think about, okay, what are my resolutions for next year, right? So we start saying all these things that we're going to start doing and we get excited for them for maybe three days, maybe a week. There's a reason why gym memberships produce such volume of their revenue right at the beginning of a new year. It's all tied to that, right? Well, I want to tell you what the definition of a resolution is and why this sets people up for feeling like failures. So I looked up resolution and the definition is a firm decision to do or not do something. And whether you realize it or not, when you say resolution, it just has that sense of firmness, right? Right, wrong. You're either going to do it or not do it. So let's say you had a new year's resolution that has to do with so many people do health and wellness and you're doing great, and suddenly it's day five, and you don't feel like doing that workout, or you eat that thing you said that you had a resolution you weren't going to do anymore, well, what do you usually do? Do we instinctively go, it was just one day, no big deal, brush off and move on? No. What we usually do is feel like failures already, you know, week one into the new year, and then we just say, forget it. Because we have this idea of it's all or nothing. It's this firm decision, either doing it or not doing it. So the minute one day doesn't go as planned, we kind of throw the whole thing out the window. And so this is why I stopped this idea of New Year's resolutions several years ago. Now, I did do a podcast, I believe two years ago, 
on goal setting and why I like thinking about goals instead of resolutions. Well, this year, I want to extend this one step further and tell you why I'm not focused intently on goal setting either at the start of the year. Now, you may be thinking, Megan, hang on, you talk about goals all the time. I believe in them. I set them. But that's not where my focus is going to lie. And I want to share this idea from the book Atomic Habits. If you have not read Atomic Habits, by all means, make that one of your plans for the end of this year, the start of the new year. It is, I could probably do my entire podcast on like every week, just picking one sentence from that book and talking about it. But he really talks about this idea of your goal is your desired outcome, right? I want to lose 10 pounds. I want to write a book. I want to start a business. That's your goal. And so a lot of people have moved away from resolutions and into goal setting. I'm a firm believer in goal setting. But he says the goal is your desired outcome, but the system, the system is where you want to spend your focus. The system is or are those daily habits that you need to put in place in order to get you to your goal. Now, if you are, if you've been through my top program, you know, I've got kind of a sub course in there called goal to grow, where we really zero in on the system aspect of ensuring that you meet your goals. And this is something we do it. We're going to be doing a deep dive into all next year for everyone who is in my Planapalooza membership as well. And if you want to experience what one of those workshops is like, just go to meganstumrell.com forward slash plan. You can jump in to the January quarterly Planapalooza workshop and join us there because this is what we're going to be really zeroing in on is this idea of the systems. So if we think of a goal as a desired outcome, and I was actually talking to a friend of mine the other day, she has a goal to write a book next year. So you know, she put it up there and was kind of like, yeah, okay, there's my goal. And so I said, well, where's the rest? Where's your plan? Where's the, what system are you putting in place? to make sure that you can get there. And she said, oh, well, I'm just going to make sure that I am writing a chapter every week. I said, okay. But again, what is the system? What are the daily habits you're putting in place to make sure that you get that chapter written each week? She paused. She's like, well, what do you mean? I said, well, have you, have you looked at your calendar? Have you set aside time? Have you thought about how much time do you need to write all week to get that chapter done each week? Have you figured out when is your best time for writing? When are you feeling most creative? How much time do you need per day, per week, et cetera? And all of a sudden the light bulb started going off. She's like, oh, okay, now I get what you're talking about. I said, we need to focus all of your energy right now in figuring out testing and tweaking the system that you need to put in place to ensure that you hit that goal of writing the book next year. Most people spend all this time visioning, dream boarding, all of that about their goals, and then they stop there. And if you're stopping there and you have all these great goals, the chances of you hitting them are slim to none if you don't then spend your time and energy creating, testing, and tweaking the system. Now, notice I didn't just say creating the system. I also said testing and tweaking. So back to my friend that is working on writing the book, 
everything for me always boils back into your calendar, your time, right? You've got to have the time to do this. So we looked at her calendar. We looked at the realities of her current life. She's got three kids. She's homeschooling one, two are in school. So she's already got a lot of constraints on her schedule. So once we dug into that, we recognized there is a little window Monday through Friday for 45 minutes where currently that time is just kind of busy being busy. Nothing really valuable is going on there, but it is a window of time where she could sit quietly and have that focused time at her computer doing writing work. So we said, okay, the system that we're going to put in place is every day during this 45-minute window, you are going to sit at your computer and you are going to write. Now, we also know that with three kids, sometimes plans don't go as we lay out for the week. So we also created a little buffer window. She says her family usually sleeps in on Saturday morning. She's kind of an early riser. She likes that quiet time. She's That's usually where she does her best thinking. So we said, great, let's also plan for an hour on Saturday morning for you to have that time when everybody's asleep. Plus, that's just an additional hour in case she isn't where she wants to be during the course of the week. Now, the book that she is writing is not you know, a, a massive novel. It's more of kind of some, some stories. So she feels that that's going to be enough time for her to put together what she wants. Also knowing there will be weeks that she will not be able to work either. So now that we've put the system in place, the next step is let's test this out. Let's actually for one week, try out the sitting down at the designated time and writing for 45 minutes. And then at the end of the week, let's come back and say, does this system work? Is it a good one? Did you find that it was consistent? Did you find that that was a good time for you energy-wise to be doing this? Now, if we go through, if she goes through this first week and discovers, wow, it just felt hard every single day, there was a lot of distractions, et cetera, are we going to throw the goal out the window? No. We're going to say, okay, let's tweak this system and let's keep chipping away at it until we find the right system. So notice We're spending, what, 5% of our energy on the goal. We're spending the other 95% on laying out, testing, and tweaking the systems that she is putting in place to ensure that she hits that goal. And every week, we're going to go back and say, "Did this? is this a good system? And if it is, great. If it's not, we're going to dive into that and figure out what do we need to tweak. So as we are wrapping up this year, and moving into next year, I would really encourage you, just forget it, just completely throw away this notion of New Year's resolutions. Let's just stop that. Because again, we don't need firm decisions to do or not do something. Instead, let's figure out, create a, what is a goal that you know you would love to achieve sometime next year? Something you want to start, something you want to finish, something you want to change, something you want to get rid of, and start with just one. I guarantee you, everyone's got something in the back of their head. They're like, I'd really like to X this year, you know, whatever that X is for you. That should be quick and easy. Now, now spend the rest of your energy for the, this time that we've got, these few days left this year, to really start brainstorming on what systems are you going to put in place for the new year those daily habits 
that you know are going to actually help you get there. And if you are so inspired, I would love for you to reach out to me. You just DM me at Megan Sumrall and let me know what is that goal you've got. But more importantly, just say, yeah, I've got my system in place, or maybe I need help with that system. And if you find that you're struggling with creating that system, then I definitely want you to check out the Planapalooza. That might be a great opportunity for you. It is a five-hour live workshop that is going to be happening there early January. Again, you can just go to megansumrall.com forward slash plan. And that might be a great way to help you really get up and running with your systems. So I can't wait to hear what you all are putting in place. I know I've already got a couple systems I am drafting out right now to help me reach some of my goals for next year. And I look forward to celebrating all the wins that we have along the way together. Getting on top of all things time management, organization, and productivity doesn't have to stop just because this episode is over. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Megan Sumrall, or just open any browser and go to megansumrall.com. If spelling my name is a complete pain, just go to theworklifeharmony.com and grab my free time management cheat sheet. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share it.